0: Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Nash & Pine Sports Chat. I'm your host, Wilson Times sports reporter Andrew Schnitker. Joining me here, as always, sports editor Paul Durham. Paul, we've got some big wins for some area teams to talk about this week.
1: Yeah, the conference races are shaping into focus as we head into the middle of January.
0: Yeah, and the, we'll, we'll start with, I think, you know one of the biggest ones is last night. The Fike girls went on the road, headed over to Dudley and beat Southern Wayne. Uh, they were down, I think, as much as ten or eleven early in the fourth quarter. Came back and beat Southern Wayne. Uh, Jewel Brewington and Jamaria Freeman, as they've done pretty much all season for Fike, had a, had big games. I think they combined for thirty points. But I mean, you know, Fike, you know, they have that one game at a time mantra. But in talking with Marcus Johnson after last night, you know, looking at what it means. This is a huge win for Fike. I mean, Southern Wayne won that conference last year, was the only team to beat Fike in conference play last year, beat him twice. And I feel like, you know, we came into this year, came into this conference play looking at Fike as a possible contender for the Quad County, or maybe even a favorite, but it was kind of with the caveat of like, if they beat Southern Wayne, or let's see what they do against Southern Wayne. Now they went on the road and beat Southern Wayne.
1: Yeah, absolutely, a very big win for the Fight Girls of Head Coach Marcus Johnson. They've got, I mean, they've got this old serve now, and they're they win the conference. Yeah, um, you know, and Southern Wayne obviously is a good team. They they won it last year. They got a lot of players back. They beat Farmville Central pretty handily earlier this year. I mean, I think back in December. Yeah. Um, you know, who knows how good Fight you know can be at this point if they. Keep you know if they keep having all their pieces working the way they have because it's been a good like you said Jewel and Jamaria obviously in the front court you got Avery Lentz. you got uh, lots of other players that are Jalea Daniels Misha Strickland um I I mean they go deep yeah and they didn't even mention Connie Connie Pleasant. I didn't mention Connie Pleasant last night and I mean and so there there's a lot of roles that are being played by this fight team so I'm starting to wonder now hmm. Are we looking at uh you know a team that's going to go to the final four? Possibly. Yep. I mean they they have that potential I think without knowing a whole lot about the rest of the 3A uh bracket. I do other know Mountain. Right, yeah,
0: we know about one of them.
1: I do know Rocky Mountain. and apparently Franklin's is pretty good too. They've been they've had good girls teams from you know Hunt and Fike in the Big East Conference the 3A Big East Conference in the past. So, you know, you're not really even out of their neck of the woods yet. But this win tells me a lot about what Fike is capable of doing.
0: Oh, I think it's I think it I mean it firmly solidifies Fike as now, you you know you don't have that well. Let's wait and see with Southern Wayne anymore. I think it firmly solidifies Fike. Now they've still got work to do, but it, it, for me it solidifies Fike as the team to beat in that Quad County Conference this year. Well, for sure
1: they are because they're the only unbeaten team now. Yeah, so. well, and that's
0: the other, I mean they beat. Um, earlier this week, they beat East Wake. So they beat, I think, the only other two unbeaten teams in their two games Yeah, this but week. let's not kid around. East Wake is not on the le- no, 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 level no, of, course of, not.
1: of Southern Wayne and Fike. So, I mean, you know, look, there's going to be pitfalls. I mean, I don't think Fike can afford to take any nights off, to be honest with you. They're not at that point, especially in this conference. I mean, Hunt is having a terrible year, but... Hunt's got enough pieces to if they all comes together one night and it's not working for the other team, they're going to beat some teams that, that you look on paper and say they shouldn't beat. So the conference is still probably I mean I don't know Smithfield Selma's pretty bad, but there are some teams in that conference that that probably you probably could mail it in against, but I would say by and large for the most part, Fike needs to stay on point until they get to the postseason because it's you know it's going to get real. After the second
0: round, well, and I mean, they kind of go from the hunters to the hunted now. But yeah, I mean, you mentioned hunt; they're playing. Um, the first hunt fight game is actually coming up at Hunt on Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. So, and, and we're and you're already right, there. Well, you're right Mid-season. about hunt. I mean, Hunt's kind—you know—they're two and three in conference play, so they still got a chance to make. Are you saying a little, this is a
1: trap game for Fike on Tuesday?
0: I don't think you could ever call Hunt Fike a trap game for anybody. I yeah, mean, because they'll no, like no, but, but like. You're not going to go in, like, they're going to go in. They want to beat Hunt. I mean, you heard.
1: I'm Sure they do, but that doesn't change the fact that players of any level, high school, middle school, pro, will get it in their minds, we should win this game, and then it manifests itself on the way they're playing if they don't go into it thinking we got to do everything we can to win this game from the beginning. Then, you know, then you get in trouble, so. Yeah, I mean it could be, but I, I, you know, I I wouldn't bet against Fike at this point.
0: No, well, and I mean, I, I do think you know Hunt. I mean, but but you're right. I mean, it could potentially be a trap game, but I'm more so. Meant, I mean, Hunt. If you look at some of the other teams in this conference, I think Hunt still has a chance to maybe you know. Finish toward middle of the pack in this. Conference. Yeah, hunts and, better
1: than, than its record. I mean, for sure.
0: Kayla Haley is red hot right now. I mean, she's she's stacking up the thirty point games. God, we'd be
1: talking about her as player of the year in a lot of years already. Yeah. But I mean, get in line, Kayla, because there's a whole bunch of really the, good the players out The girls' out race here is right going to be a doozy it's, this year. And not not to say Kayla couldn't get it, but I mean, gosh, look at all the numbers that uh, Denisha Briggs is putting up, and then you know you got Jamara, you three, got, Jamar, Jamar got Serenity McNair at Greenfield back, Serenity McNair, yeah. It's it's, it's crazy um, how many good girls players there are right now in our coverage area.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. And the well, the, the one other thing, too, I want to say about that win for Fike is that's actually um, – I thought about this last night. If you look back at – I mean, the Quad County started last year. Southern Wayne went undefeated last year. They were, So that's actually the very first uh, – they handed Southern Wayne girls their first loss in this conference. I mean, obviously, relatively short-lived conference right now, but still. That's right. Yeah, Yeah, because they didn't lose any games last year.
1: That is a feat in in Dudley, at Southern Wayne, to go on a Thursday night and win that game when they were down. Yeah. Well, big in the fourth quarter and come back. That's huge. Well,
0: that's the other thing too about Fike in this. You know, obviously they're going to have to play Southern Wayne again. Southern Wayne comes to Fike. You'd think, you know, Fike has the upper hand now. They beat him on the road, but well, they Southern did. Wayne. Is, well, they did, but Southern <laughs> Wayne is certainly also capable of coming into Fike. Yeah, the upper so hand will matter
1: when the ball goes in the air on the tip for right. for that game. But yeah, it does matter now because it's done.
0: Yeah, definitely. And you look at um, another big win for a local team this week. I was out at Greenfield on. I think it was Tuesday night for the games against Wayne Country Day. The Greenfield boys, Wayne Country Day came into that game, I think ranked number two in the max preps, 2A NCISAA rankings, and Greenfield Greenfield was was three. three. And Greenfield won. They ended up winning the game by nine. Honestly, and that was with kind of some sloppiness creeping in late in the fourth quarter. It really wasn't. If you look at where it was going into the fourth quarter and early in the fourth quarter, it wasn't really that close. I mean, it was a really impressive win for Greenfield and a big win for Greenfield when you look at, you know, in terms of trying to win that Coastal Plain Independence Conference and setting the tone in that first matchup against Wayne Country Day because those matchups, I think, are a little bit bigger this year because in the years past, it was Greenfield... In the uh, They were 1A. They were 1A, and, and Wayne Country Day was 2A in that split 1A-2A conference. Now it's a 2A-3A conference, but Greenfield and Wayne Country Day are both 2A and could see each other in the playoffs. So, I mean, that's a huge win for Greenfield. Yeah,
1: that's absolutely right. I was going to make that point. That's sweet in the pot because when you talk Greenfield and Wayne Country Day, you don't really need anything else other than those two teams playing each other because they are blood rivals and they have been for a long time. Friendly blood rivals, but still. Yeah. The fact that they're both competing for the same conference championship. Now, they were before, but you know how messy those split conferences are. Yeah, you kind of are same conference, but you're not the same. So it's kind of, you know, there's a but involved with split conferences. Um, now they're both competing for the 2A uh, crown, the top 2A seed, which is big. And, um, you know, Greenfield had a huge game at home to take control of that conference.
0: Well, and I think the thing that impresses you about Greenfield, again, when you watch them play is just their depth. I mean, you have, you look at that game the other night. Hampton Evans had a double-double, I think 20 points and 12 rebounds. He's having a great year. Yeah, Mac- Hampton's always going to get
1: his, regardless of what anybody else on the team does. I think he always ends up getting his points and rebounds. Matt
0: Kirby was awesome in that game. I mean, he had 18 points. He was you know driving to the basket, fighting through contacts, setting people up, hitting shots from the outside. I mean, he... He really now. I feel like, you know, Hampton was the leading scorer, but I feel like Matt was really kind of the spark and the driver in that game.
1: Yeah, I th- well, I think you pointed out early on from the very first game of the season. You saw Greenfield play. You're like, they're really deep and spread out, well, and, and that's, they, they've been doing that they, all year. They, they've got multiple weapons, and they all when they all come to play. I mean, and you got you, you know, got a
0: deep bench too. I mean, that's I was sitting there at that watching that game on Tuesday night, and there was a stretch late in the third quarter. Hampton, Matt, and Kyshawn Atkinson were all on the bench and Greenfield is still like getting out in transition and, you know, pulling yeah. away, making well, you the got lead Nick bigger.
1: Edwards who's really coming to his own. Kobe Edwards is now at the varsity level, running as Rob Sauter says, is the best freshman point guard in the state. No. Yeah. Um I mean you got guys like Bryson Wall, who's, you know
0: Jack Adair a Transfer who's played Adair, really well for them. Um Cole Evans. Hey, and, yeah. uh,
1: Bryson's like a defensive specialist, more or less, but I mean you could, they couldn't do it without him. Um no, they're deep. I I mean it's going to be interesting for Greenfield when they get in those 2A playoffs. Um, but what I think Coach Salter and, and the Knights are going to see is a lot of familiar faces. A lot of these teams, like the Burlington School and Wing Country Day, they were 1A. You know, they've yeah. been at 2A. Greenfield's finally getting up to their level. They've played these schools before. They know what to expect, at, at least Coach Salter does, um, because it's been a while from these schools. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a, a fun time for Greenfield in the uh, in, in February.
0: Well, and you look too. I mean, they're continuing to play in these big showcases to try to, you know, kind of sharpen the edges. They're playing in this MLK Showcase at Farmville this weekend. They got Farmville Central Saturday, and the Burlington School there Monday. I think I'm going to go out there to see that one on Monday. But
1: yeah, well, uh, th- those are those are good things for Greenfield just to keep going, and they've done pretty well. I thought their their win over a uh, Southern Durham team that I had seen earlier this year was pretty impressive because. That team beat Hunt. Hunt should have won that game. It was at the Wilson Prep Showcase. Hunt had them. They came back, um, looked blown away, and then came back. But that um, Southern Durham team is big, and they've got a fresh, our sophomore, Jackson Keith. I know he's being recruited by ACC schools. The Virginia assistant coach was there that night at Wilson Prep to talk to him. And, um, you know, Greenfield shut him down. They did a great job uh, and won that game going away. Now, I mean, now Southern Drums 8 and 5. They're not going to be a state 3A contender. But, you know, you never know how public private is going to mix when they get well, together, yeah. especially when you're giving up multiple inches at every position. That's always a red flag. Greenfield handled it without blinking.
0: So. Yeah. No, I remember when I was in high school at uh, Cardinal Gibbons. Uh, Southern Durham was actually in their same conference, so that that's I mean that's a pretty good. That's a good program. Historic yeah. program, yeah, yeah. Basketball and uh, football as well. But looking at um, you know some other teams that have had a good week, I was out at Wilson Christian last night. That that girls team is rolling right along. They've won four in a row. They actually um earlier this week they beat. There are only two teams that have beaten them this year. And earlier this week they made sure. But still nobody can say they did it twice, because New Life Camp, a, uh, a pretty strong homeschool program from over in Raleigh that uh, beat Wilson Christian in their gym earlier this year, came to Wilson. They beat him. They had no trouble with Wake Christian last night. You know, I think they're, they're rounding into form pretty well. They're playing really good defense. You've got Jocelyn Bailey doing her thing in the front court. You've got Kate Hoskins knocking down shots. I think... Uh, that Wilson Christian girls team is gearing up for another state run.
1: Yeah, I would say if you could bet on it, and there's lots of reasons that you can't and shouldn't bet on high school Christian school girls basketball. Yeah. But I would say Wilson Christian to win the state championship is bound to be the surest bet you can make at this point um, for any high school team. And not not to say that they won't have competition. They will. There's going to be some teams that are going to have to work. I mean, Coach Troll would tell you that in a heartbeat. But – the way they're playing now, what they know they're capable of doing, I mean, it, it's a coronation more than a uh, than a championship drive, I think. Um, I would love to see Wilson Christian play some other schools, but we know that's not going to happen. But, hey, go out there and catch them while you can. As, like I said, there's several seniors on that team, Jocelyn Bailey and Sophia Nesbitt. Um, I mean, they're not going to be together next year. They were largely together from last year. I don't know how many players they lost, so this team has yeah. been together for a
0: while. I think I think Haley Carnes is really the only main key Haley, player yeah. that they lost from last year. Yeah, so yeah, this is kind of a, you know, maybe a I mean, look, we all know what Brian Troll's done with that program. They're going to reload, they're going to reset, but this is kind of I think a last hurrah for this current Group that's been leading this Wilson Christian yeah, dynasty the past few years,
1: largely intact. And I mean, look, they'll have some good players coming back next year. Obviously, Gracie Farmers uh, will be back. Chloe Villaverde, um, just the name too, off the top of my head. But they, there's a, there's several seniors on this team, so it could be the last hurrah for the for for this year.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, and looking too, we'll look at the uh, the college ranks to wrap this up because we've got one team definitely that's got a big stretch coming up and that's the Barton men uh tight win over Mount Olive the other night you know Mount Olive's two and five but I think if you look at that Mount Olive team they're a little bit better than their record and I think Barton Mount Olive is kind of one of those rivalry games where you know you can kind of throw the records out and it's going to come down to who makes more plays in the end and that was Barton but Barton sitting here 7-0 and in Conference Carolina it's been a uh, quite the start to the season for Lon- Ron Leavensey's squad.
1: Yeah, and that was a team that was absolutely struggling last year, then flipped the switch late, won like, what, I don't know, 10 or 11 of the yeah. last 13 games and just really came in and I believe was picked to finish second or third. I can't remember how high they They were really high picked by the conference coaches who obviously knew what they were talking about. This Barton team is good. I mean, there's as good as any Coach Leavensey's had in the last few years. And Marcus Boykin is, I mean, you know, he's just like a six-foot-one guard who does it all. He yeah. plays like he's six-eight. I mean, he goes, he rebounds, he drives to the basket, and he can hit threes. He He—he um, gets on the floor. He just goes after. He is the kind of player that Coach Levensy loves, those sort of guys who can do it all, who aren't uh, scared to get on the floor, to do everything necessary. He's always going to make defense a big part of their game. So, I, you know, Marcus, you're talking about potential player of the year kind of season that he's having. He's number two in scoring. Um, and uh, he's got, you know, Trayvon Spencer and Donovan Harrison, that big three. Those three guards that kind of come at you. I mean, they're going to have a hard time staying unbeaten in Conference Carolinas. I like where they are right now.
0: Well, you've got Reese McDonald starting to step yeah. up too in that front court a little bit, which is something that Barton. He reminds—he's like
1: a younger Marcus Boykin, almost. Yeah. So they just sort of like came in, and, and that's what I'm saying. Coach Levens, he loves those kinds of guys.
0: When he, yeah, he had a huge game against Mount Olive the other night. I think he had like 18 points and or not 18 or 19, eight rebounds, and he blocked the. Potential game tying three pointer right. at the end of the game, but yeah, they are they are going to have a tough time. You know, Ron was saying the other night they're getting into the heat of their schedule, and they are. I mean, you look they're playing Belmont Abbey at home That's on a huge, Saturday, huge
1: game tomorrow. Bel- for them.
0: Belmont Abbey is six and one in conference. Carolina's play, and then after they go to King on Monday, Wednesday, you've got UNC Pembroke coming to yeah. Wilson Gym, and they're I think they're seven and one in conference. Carolina's play, yeah. so we're going to find out. Exactly well, how strong of a contender for the conference title Barton is, I think, after yeah. these next three and it's, games. It's
1: kind of funny because, like, this year the Barton women are down. Of course, you know, they lost Shanika Peterkin, three-time All-American. You know, you can't you don't just lose the kind of personnel that they lost and they expect to go, but uncharacteristically poor season for Wendy Saint-Sin's, uh Bulldogs. Um, they've been at the top the last few years, and it's been a few years since uh, Ron Lievenstein's Bulldogs have gotten – You know, to the point where they're sitting in first place halfway, more than halfway through the conference. But this is where Barton has been most of the time. I mean, they are traditionally one of the best basketball teams in Conference Carolinas. And it's, you know, it's kind of neat to see them back at this point. The road is going to have to go through Wilson Gym. And I can tell you, those teams hate coming to Wilson and playing in Wilson It was, it was Wilson an gym. awesome
0: atmosphere for that game on oh, uh, yeah. Wednesday night. I
1: wonder, I'd love to do a poll of Conference Carolina's coaches that have been around for a while and say, is Wilson Gym better to play in now that they've renovated it than it was before when it truly was like, it, just, it looked like some throwback gym from the 60s, which it was. I mean, it's sort of the same decor for the last 50 years. So things are a lot different in there now. I think it's still a hard place for teams to come play.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, th- I think it is. It, it certainly was. You know, I think that the atmosphere down the stretch definitely played a role in Barton getting those late stops that they needed to get against Mount Olive. Yeah, and
1: obviously the stale popcorn and the anything but cold beverages did not do anything to to lower the crowd's intensity.
0: Now, look, I, I don't know what, what exactly the deal is with some of those allegations, but I have had an ice-cold can of Mountain Dew at each of the last uh, two Barton games that I've covered. So a yeah, I mean, certain some,
1: senior staff member who likes to give critiques of the concession stands he, apparently he, was not it happy.
0: Was Ill, it was, <laughs> he, he, he was just very ill-timed in his beverage purchase. Uh, they must have just swapped him out not had a chance know, to let maybe him Maybe they get were cold saving yet. the
1: hot one for him. Maybe.
0: <laughs> maybe. I don't know. But um, on that note, I think we're gonna wrap it up for this week. As I said we'll have much more to talk about next week. We'll have those big hunt fight games on Tuesday to break down.
1: We we'll got have- Wilson Prep playing at home against Northampton County tonight, tonight, Friday
0: night, and that's a huge game for the you know for the boys team. That's for first place, right? I think. Well, yeah, they have a half
1: game lead. They they will solidify
0: their lead if they win that game. Yeah, sure. so we'll definitely be on here talking about that and. Much more, but until then, that is going to do I'll it. the
1: North Johnson girls tonight too. Let's yeah, not see, forget that. We,
0: we've we've got all kinds. I mean, kinds it's easy got basketball to get-
1: coming out of her neck.
0: That's right. It that was funny the other day. My um my younger brother, who's a news writer here, said something along the lines of like. Well, I would think basketball is not that not that busy for you guys because it's just one sport. I was like, "What are you talking about?" Oh man, We've, basketball is is everything because you yeah. got
1: we got two months of basketball lined up. At, well, maybe not quite with Barton, but almost two months
0: straight yeah. ahead. This is it. No, Those two teams, every school. No, ba- basketball is is the you know kind of the heat of. But our, he's right.
1: We have two weeks of just basketball because Barton baseball, soccer softball, lacrosse, all that starts in three weeks.
0: So. Yeah, exactly. So. But until then, I the, uh, said so that is going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening, and we will return next week. Goodbye.